State of Legacy podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us on our fourth episode. I've got with me Sydney Hernandez and David Sikowski. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Um, and as David was saying pre-show that, you know, we never thought we'd make it this far, right? Yeah, four episodes. This is like a milestone. Right? It's a tough commitment for the magic community. <laughs> I know, right? Every two weeks, we've somehow managed to meet up. We're meeting up a day early because David uh, goes back to work tomorrow. Yeah, so we're that's, doing a that's a fun reminder. Special uh, Saturday edition. I, I do like that in true, like, magic player... Uh, Etiquette: The meet time is around uh, 4 p.m. and we start recording around 6. It's 6, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we barbecue, we have a couple beers, we hang out, we play some magic. Exactly, exactly. So the players' meeting goes a little bit longer. Yeah. It was just the two-hour-long players' yeah. meeting, man. With, exactly. With bar- right. barbecue. Yeah, I like that. I like that. But you know, back in F and M times, it started at 7:30, so that means uh, 8 o'clock. So yeah. And Legacy always got pushed back. Legacy was always the latest start because. Yeah. All the other stuff, then they finally see. I mean, we're lucky that there's only three of us because if there's fourth, there's going to be a text. Hey guys, I'm running late. I'm running late. Every single time. Put my name on the list. But yeah, uh, we made it to four episodes. Uh, what's new with everyone? Um, no. Oh, I reorganized my magic collection last night. Oh, nice. So, uh, the part, so you have with COVID, you had the toilet paper drought, you had uh, the hand sanitizer. And then there was the KMC Perfect Fit drought, and I wasn't able to get sleeves for all the new cards I've been buying uh, during our downtime. So I finally got some new sleeves last night. So I re-sleeved, uh, I sleeved up a lot of the new cards I got, nice. and I reorganized my collection. So uh, that's what I've been up to. What was your newest add to that collection? The newest cards that I got. So two, it's two part, right? So. I told you a little while ago I bought back into Doomsdays. You got to. Because I, I sold them for like $2 a piece like last year, and then I Oof. bought back in at $48 for a place. Get out of here. Doomsday is like a $10, $12 card. It's the oh. hottest it's not the hottest thing in Legacy. Um, and then I got some uh, Japanese ice cream quaddles and Japanese cunning wishes. So. Those must be nice. Those are the newest additions. Uh, nothing nothing, nothing else. Um, I keep looking from time to time for more Japanese cards on TCG Player since we can't order stuff from Hyrule right now. So Nice. What about you guys? What have you guys been up to? Sydney, anything new with you? Just uh, nothing magic related. Uh, I haven't been able to play a lot of online games because I'm fixing my house to sell it. So right. that's about it. Working. I hear that August is the best time to work on your house in Arizona. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure it's that. killer. Being out there in the blazing sun at 115 degree weather from 8 to 4, it sounds so nice. Sounds miserable. It's yeah. it's great. Uh, I work at the airport now, too, so the sun's being really nice. But that's not really that important. What's more important is I actually started playing some Moto. Uh, I tried to go for that Clout Master, but... I could not get there this week. Uh, round one, the Cloud Master that actually won this uh, this week was Jake B, and he crushed me. What uh, was he on? He was on. Uh, again, I haven't played in a while, but he had Meddling Mage, he had Oko, he had Uro, back to basics. It was like a four color Snoko deck. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Like four color Snoko. Pretty much. But I feel like there were definitely. I don't know. He every game two and three, he saw at least two meddling mages both games, 
So, does that deck run four meddling mages? Uh, certain builds run them in the sideboard. Like, I recently was playing four-color Snoko, and the list I played did not have any. So okay. it's just a preferential thing, and like, that deck is, like, very versatile to where you can kind of slot in certain things based off of what you think the meta may be. But, yeah, meddling mages pretty popular these days. Okay, yeah, it's quite a brutal card. Uh, I was lucky game one, game one, first time playing Magic in forever. Uh, I win the die roll, so luck's already on my side. And I get a turn one win through an nauseum if he doesn't have a force of will. Sure enough, he doesn't, so I get game one. So wait a minute, this. if he did have force of will, What's the backup plan? Uh, you right-click, and the <laughs> second option there is concede game. Okay. So, so real quick, so like, David, you've not played Legacy in a, a while, um, even though we've been asking you to. You finally play your very first game, turn one kill, right? Turn and one. you're like, oh, it's just setting the theme for the night, right? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> amazing. But Jake didn't let me live that up too long. Uh, he, game two, put down a meddling mage really quickly on a nauseum, which I was holding a nauseum from my opening hand. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I did end up killing it and being able to nauseum, but with Uro and Oko gaining life, I could only tendrils him for, I believe it was a full 10 tendrils, but he was at 23. So you're saying this would have been a good tendrils back in 2018? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he ended up gaining enough life. Uh, we went to game three. Game three, he called the nauseum again, which I was hoping he'd do like uh, tendrils or something. So do you think yeah. nauseum is the correct play for Mevin Mage? With the way he he just kind of read it, I had it in both opening hands. Infernal Tutor's not a bad name, which when he had two meddling mages, he had one on each. So that was the second yeah. card? But just as your first one, Ignazian's definitely not a bad name. I bet he himself had a surgical or something he can maybe keep the graveyard in check. Sure. So if, if you think about it, he probably his deck has the answers right, so like he can answer a lot of one for one stuff, but if you are able to resolve Ad nauseum, you just overload your hand, right? Like you just exactly. got so many cards that like he probably cannot then answer anything else after that, or right? Exactly. I would run away with the game because of card advantage. Yes. So, I definitely understand the ad nauseum call, and maybe I should have uh, mulliganed into a non-ad nauseum hand, but it, it it paid off for Jake, and he ended up winning the thing. And he's the clout master. He's the clout master. If you're listening, Jake, you're lucky that I wasn't playing. I would have got <laughs> you somehow. <laughs> he would have, he would have. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of the night, game two was against uh, Jim. Uh, Jim was... A, on like a mud deck, uh, there was always a turn one chalice. Uh, there was Lowstone Golem, uh, Art Brown Ravenger, and playing Ant, there's not much you can really do. Um, I had a turn that I could like tendrils him down to six, but that's that's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I lost that. And um, So at that point, is there any point where you switch over to the was the release the ants? What's the one where you get all the little empty the warrants? Empty the warrants. Sorry, you don't have that. That's definitely like the route you should take against a mud deck. Yeah, you just overwhelm the board and make him have it like blockers. Yeah, but uh, it was like thorn of the amethyst with the chalice, and then each time I was like, 
I'll get it if I draw another land. He played an additional thorn. I mean, his whole deck is just yeah. thorns. Toxic yeah, he yeah. managed just to stay on curve with me. Like, as soon as I draw a lane, I'm, I'm through this. And he drops another one and another one. So, and then I think it begs the, the next question. Why aren't you just playing Doomsday? Um, <laughs> I currently don't own Force of uh, Wills. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, some certain things going back and forth. So if it was paper, would you play Doomsday right now? Probably. I'd, I'd give Doomsday a whirl. Okay. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think Force of Wills are that, that expensive. They're kind of like 30 bucks a piece or something on my I mean, Force of Negation is $80. Yeah, I yeah. don't need any of those. I mean, you don't need those for Doomsday. You just need the Force of Wills, that's it? I think so. I mean, with your new job, you know, a couple of weeks work, yeah. and all of a sudden you get yourself a Force of Wills. <laughs> true, true. Uh, I might pick up some shifts here and there. Yeah. That's that's where the real money's at. Oh, wow. No, Force of Wills are like 40, 50 tickets. Whoa, they've gone up. Okay, thank God. Uh, actually, no, never mind. So you could get like EMA Force of Wills for like 25 bucks, but still $100 for like digital forces. But to go yeah, to a tier, like, tier 1 deck, that's yeah. like now is like really difficult to beat. Yeah. And something that you used to play that it was like really close to your heart. Yeah, I, I'm probably giving it a try. Yeah. Since I started playing, I'll probably end up playing more. Um, this was just my first go around back. Well, thank you um, for, for joining the fray. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did, I did. And I actually did get one win for the night. I was pretty lucky and scored a win off Tate. Uh, he was on Death and Taxes. Uh, game one, I had a really quick hand and he couldn't really do anything to it. Uh, game two, he locked down with a Thalia and a Revoker. I believe there was like a second Revoker, so he had LED locked down twice, just in case. Jeez. Uh, but then game three, I managed to end of turn kill his Thalia, and then during my turn cast an Ad Nauseam while being at 10 life, and that Ad Nauseam paid off and managed to get the win for me. Nice. I have to say, though, that I think the strong players and or whatever you want, they really get a thrill off the ad nauseum flips. I it would kill me. I would not like that. That that one of the it's definitely the part of it, yeah. worst card in the deck because you can't predict what's going to happen next. Oh, I've seen many players lose when they just look, one more, it's too good, it's all I need. And they flip and they get like blasted for four. Oh, yeah. I've done it many of times. I don't know. My experience playing against ad nauseum players, at least when I play them, they always hit the LED, LED, Lotus Petal, Lotus Petal, Brainstorm, everything they need. And then, like, oh, I'm so fucking dead. <laughs> and then just watching them, oh, I'm still at 16, like, I'll keep going. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm already dead. Yeah. Like, just end the misery. 32 cards, yes, I will take. <laughs> All stop now. <laughs> Bro, you have to. You have no more cards left in your deck. Just kill me. No, I like watching them, like, just flip and lose. And they're like, oh, I wish claw, wish claw. Yeah, it, it is and, exciting like, that you got the other guy. Like, oh, you're so close. You're, Keep going, keep going. Especially if I've just done like six points of damage, a bolt, and a Delver hit, and then they cast them, like, go for it, you're at 14, let's see what you can do. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. that's what I was talking to David uh, about, because we played a little bit uh, today before we started, and you brought over, like, just old school Ant. Um, peer through the... Peer through the... Uh, what the is it Abyss. Called? Peer through the Abyss. Like, is that not just a better card, especially with how popular Rub Delver is, where, like, your life total is constantly being attacked, whereas you appear through the abyss, you just pay half and you draw half your deck. Yeah, I think with Storm starting to play more Carpet of Flowers, I think that's their way of casting the... I'm dropping things all cast today. <laughs> I am sorry. 
That was my sunglasses and phone. Yeah, first they're both okay, guys. We're we're good here. We're good here. But no, with carpet of flowers, um, to be able to pull off the pier uh, into the abyss, you just need a ton of mana. So I see them answering that with the carpet of flowers. But I think next week, I'm gonna get that title. I'm gonna get that cloud master. Um, I see in Discord you get like a different. you get into a different group and your name gets displayed yeah, in you a different have your color. Deck list and stuff. Yeah, so I'm definitely chasing that clout. The Hall of Clout Champions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, just you wait. That carpet of flowers, or who knows? I might doomsday it. Would you ever believe that I made the Hall of Clout Champions playing a Merfolk deck? No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I played the Merfolk combo deck with like a Paradigm Shift and Thassa's Oracle. Damn. And I went XO. And I <laughs> so yeah, like, that's the deck I got there. <laughs> what were you, like number two, number three? What? what yeah, cloud, I, I won. Yeah, no, what were you the first Cloud Master? I think it was second Cloud. Second. Okay. Okay, there you go. Who did first? Who was the first, first Cloud Master? I don't know. We have that, but oh man, we gotta rep some of these Arizona players. We gotta give them some props. Yeah. So see, and then there lies the problem for me, right? Like, so I'll, I'll rent these decks and I'll try them out, and then immediately I'm like, uh, like, how much would it cost to finish this in paper? So like, <laughs> after I played the Morfolk deck, like I'm loading up the TCG card, like, so two hundred dollars, and I'll have my vials, and I'll have all these Morfolk that will never work anywhere else. <laughs> <sighs> But uh, fortunately, I did not buy that deck. But that's the one thing. Like when I went, uh, when I played the uh, the Bomberman deck, yeah, I ended up buying the rest of the stuff. So like I had to buy a fourth City of Traders. Oof. I bought Moxables. I bought Urzas. So like, but I, I feel that deck's more viable versus like your Murfolk deck. The Murfolk deck was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Bomberman's a fun deck, and I can't wait to play it in paper. It's miserable to play online, so. Yeah, all the clicks, yeah. Speaking of paper, though, uh, are you down for any of the Zendikar spoilers? Have you seen those specials? Oh, the expeditions? Yeah. I, I've been liking those. Yes. Um, yeah, the, bo- the box toppers, right? Yeah. I've seen uh, the non-foil versions. They don't have the hollow stamp at the bottom. Oh, they, 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 they do. Clean. Oh, they do? They do. Okay, yeah, so, so I think you're mistaken. I, you're yeah. talking about something we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, um, time Masters. I'm, I'm tying things together. Old border. The old border. There's um, just so many releases that he doesn't know which ones. Right? There's just so much to keep there up is. with. There is. There really is. We got, what, Commander? Did, did you know that there's Commander Masters coming up? Commander Masters. It's a commander booster set. Get oh my god! So like, I don't like full disclosure. I don't know a lot of the details around it, but like, it's a commander set that you draft, I believe, and then you play commander. You draft? but there's not the commander rule where it's one card because you could have multiple uncommons. But yeah, it's a commander focused set that's coming out. So wait, wait, and I think there's different colors for it. like so, it, there's a yeah. So it has to be a hundred cards. I don't think it's 100 cards. How many packs? Everybody gets 12 packs. Guys. I don't like. I don't know the full details, but it is a Commander Masters set. We, we can look it up in a you minute. Can, like, I understand them just making a set to reprint Commander cards. Well, that's every Masters yeah, set. Yeah, that's, a, that's double Masters. That pretty much is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much like Legacy and Modern Time do Commander, but probably the cards carry over. But I mean, there's just some thinking, weird cards though. That Commander is like the most popular format. Like I yeah. think Commander's what's keeping Wizards afloat right now because like I think Modern's a dumpster fire. Yeah, Pioneer went nowhere. Pioneer's dying. Yeah, Standard is it's trash. Boring. Historic is only Arena. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but when was the last time you played Standard and tried it? 
Well, I don't. Just I mean, the devil's advocate. Years, it's been a few years since I played. Well, standard. I mean, uh, one of the three. I play standard all the time on arena. Oh, okay. And it's you not fun. Standard it's, player. No, it's fun. Okay. It's like the same three decks. So right? the only reason it's fun is that arena makes it fun. Oh, because you have little dragons that yeah, pop yeah, up. Yeah, like it's like Hearthstone. It makes it fun to play. It's not boring. And at any time, you can just concede if your opponent. And again, you're going against a, a deck that is like way overpowered. You can always just concede, and then you'll get paired up with some rando deck, and you can just play that with your like rando deck too. Okay. So, is it, would you say standard is a healthy format right now? No, but I would say <laughs> no. I would say arena makes playing fun, magic fun and healthy are two different things. Plays makes magic playing fun online. Okay. Okay. See, I don't need the dra- I don't like the dragons and shit like that. I, I like Moto. Have you ever have you played Arena? Yeah, I played Arena. Okay. Because okay. at first for the the PT was I thought it was gonna be standard. And okay. they're like, we're gonna come up with Pioneer. Yeah. And I dumped a hundred dollars in Arena to buy a bunch of packs. And they're like, oh, that was a waste of money. Mm-hmm. And then, like I had to go and start playing Pioneer. Yeah. No, for me, like part of the fun with Arena is actually doing the little quests and getting my goal. That's kind of cool. Where you grind or like cast twenty green spells. Yeah. So I just do that and then I stop. There's no yeah, like the, the the format and the different decks out there do not allow me to want to play more more than those quests. Sure. Just so, so you, that you I, do your quests and you're done. Yeah, just rack up my gold. So if I want to ever you know buy something or enter in another like okay. tournament, I can I have the gold. Or if I draft, draft they do like draft down. We're just gonna That's pretty cool. Take care of your dailies. Yeah. So I paid zero dollars. So hold hold on though. So you said standard is not healthy. Why is that? Uh. There's like there's two different types of tier decks. There's like the the mono red aggro, or there's the uh, I think it's like black red white. Is it a sacrifice deck? Right? Sacrifice deck, and that is so overpowered with like the a priest of the forgotten. Yeah, gods. yeah. And then you have Luris, and they have all these like one drops that can just like do an ETB at trigger. Recursive. Yeah, it's it's bad, and then then you have the overpowered like uh, what's the blue green? What's that? What's that color combination called? Uh, Simic? Simic, yeah, Simic Ramp. Did they ramp into Ugin and then just like... Ramp into... Not to... They can ramp into Ugin, but you can also ramp into Nissa, the Planeswalker, for three colors. Oh, it ramps you even harder? Yeah, and then you can do uh, the one that is X, blue-green, draw half your... the X, and gain... Oh, Hydra and Crasis is still legal? Yeah, it's still legal. Yeah, it still hasn't rotated out. That's why all the, like... Gotcha. So standard is boring. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us with the State of the Legacy Standard Podcast. That concludes our standard <laughs> yeah, portion. All right, all right. <laughs> um, but, yeah. No, so we were talking about the expeditions, right? Yeah. I like the arts. The main one I kind of looked at was uh, the Scalding Heart. It definitely reminds me of, like, the old expedition. Kind of like that pointy type yeah. landscape. But I, I really like the new arts. I don't like the new arts. Do you like the frames? No. Okay, I don't so, mind them, honestly. So, okay, so, do you like the old expeditions better? No, I don't like the... I like the original, like, OG, like... So you like the just regular just yeah. touches? I can understand why it has appeal. Like, if I was a new newer gamer and I didn't have, like, the nostalgia from the old... Like, if I started the last two years, this would be cool, because it reminds me of a lot of, like, modern games. Sure. When they do, like, uh, like loot drops, this is what, like, wars look like on, like, skins... Yeah. So that's what it reminds me of. Like, if you're playing an online game, if you got a new skin or a new color on your gun. Sure. Yeah, like, I would agree Wizards has really, like, pushed that design space of, like, what their cards, like, look like. You've got, like, the comic book-looking cards from, yeah. like, the showcases and stuff. Like, I I like these. Like, I would never play them in one of my decks, uh-huh. but I like them. Yeah. 
Uh, and I do like the fact that they're finally offering a non-foil version of the Expeditions. Yeah, yeah that's good. That is nice. Um, but I, I like the art. I think the frame looks cool. I do like the like split color. So if it's fetching yeah. blue or red, the border is blue and red. Well, you know that's how it is on the old ones, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're continuing a trend. Wizards knows what to do. Yeah, yeah, so like the old cards, the borders, the no, but like the, the board. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> but it's a board. But, but it's, it's like thicker and more noticeable. Oh yeah, on you, these. you like thicker things. Yeah, um, you know more, more to like grab a hold of with your eyes. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> board of it's, Yeah. Um, yeah. So moving on. No, no, no really, really. Like, I think these look cool. Um, I like the arts, you know, and obviously wizards wouldn't be wizards if they didn't like have these cool fetch expeditions. Uh, also, in the same pool of like some crappy cards that you could get, right? Like you yeah, can get exactly. copper line gorge. Or or like, like, what's that? She she's from coast. What, what sea chrome coast. Where does that play? Anybody play that? Uh, modern. Those are mo- That's like a modern land cycle. So they're they're fast modern. Like you just said, like. Well, I mean, I, I've not played modern in a long time, but so <laughs> like, interesting fact. Like I feel like we're all over the spectrum today with magic, like not just legacy. I read somewhere that right now. In modern, seven of the top ten decks are blue decks, or decks that play island, which blows my mind. Because when I played modern, blue wasn't that highly represented. No, blue no. was like not as powerful in modern. Yeah, but I, I mean, obviously, with all thing, you know, with all formats that are eternal per se. Like I know modern's not eternal, but as the card pool grows, blue gets enough cards to yeah, interesting. interesting. But um, like the, you got the fetches, you got the these are fast lands, I believe. Yeah, fast lands. You got the fetches. Um, you got a bunch I don't of man think the lands. tar pit. Yeah, creepy tar pit looks dope. Um, they look cool, but I don't think they're good value. I mean, so here's the thing: like, if if I like the art, if these were like two dollar rares and mythics, yeah, uh, I know since these are going to be chase rares and mythics, they're going to be like sixty to hundred dollars. I don't think. I think the non foils will be kind of cheap. So like twenty dollars. Let's, let's look at this. Like so, remember the secret layer fetch land. The 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 secret layer fetch land thing where like you get yeah. five fetches and people are like freaking out because there's like hundreds yeah. and hundreds. Yeah. Some of the fetches are like thirty bucks from that set now. Okay. Okay. So I think the non foils might be worth a, a bit less. Um, and again, it's a box topper. So I mean, hopefully it drives up the price. A ton of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what the price ends up being, but they might they might drive down the price a bit. You know? I hope. I mean, if if they do, then then yeah, I'm I'm glad they're included, and somebody would like that art. I mean, I like the the, the wasteland art. Wasteland it looks, looks sick. It destroyed little soul ring. Well, yeah. It's like destroying soul lands. I didn't even think of it that way. You're very deep with your uh, the art, your interpretation of the art. I mean, magic. That's what got me hooked from the very beginning. Is the art? Yeah, the art is sick. Uh, yeah. I like a lot of the art. Like Cavern of Souls looks really cool. I love Prismatic Vista. Yeah, that is sweet. Um, Valkyrie's pretty cool. But I, I think these are cool, man. I really like them. Um, and do you remember Horizon Canyon was like an eighty dollar card? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But um, those days are over. So, yeah. talking about new spoilers, let's talk about some of the stuff that might affect Legacy. Okay. So, most of this set has already been spoiled. I think right now we're at like 180 of 200-something spoiled cards. So, uh, 
yeah, 195 of 280 cards are spoiled so far. So the majority of the set's been spoiled. Most of it. Um, and we kind of did a little preliminary walkthrough, and we've picked a few cards that we think uh, are pretty solid. You want to you want to take this one, David? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. The first one we kind of saw was the Seagate Restoration. Uh, the flip card. The, the flip card. Uh, Seagate so, Restoration or Reborn. Talk about what is this flip card? Uh, this flip card, uh, one side is sorcery. Draw equal cards number two, the number of cards in your hand, plus one. And you have no maximum hand size for the rest of the turn. And then uh, the land side of it is, as it enters the battlefield, you may pay three if you don't. This land enters tapped, and it's just a regular, like, tap it and get some blue mana out of it. That's some one blue mana. One hey, blue the best mana. Yeah. The best mana. Oh, yeah. But no, it, it's really cool that Wizards is like designing flip cards. Like, so like with this card, with this kind of design, like you choose which mode you're going to use when you play it, right? So like, if you're mana screwed, you, you can play, play the land. So I think like this, I love that they went into this design because a lot of like newer players and and for online gameplay, when people get mana screwed or mana flooded. It is bad for gameplay. It's it, so it makes magic yeah. look miserable. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I love the fact that they made flip cards where one side is a land and one side is a spell. So yeah. whether you're flooding or mana screwed, like it helps out. Yeah. And then they also made the dual lands. You guys saw those? Oh, you, you pick one side. Of the yeah, island. you pick one side. So like one side is an island, one side is a swamp. Okay. Are they fetchable by both? They're not no, fetchable. No, they're not Ooh. basic. But, so they are not basic, so they are susceptible to like hate you know yeah. um but yeah like it's like we have like the, and it's a rare cycle from this set but um yeah so yeah there's, pretty a, cool. there's a, a blue red one there's a um so yeah like so like river glide pathway is an island volcanic. or it's lava glide pathway and it's the, yeah it is the 2020 volcanic island I like that. But yeah, it's so cool, like right? That. It's like mana it, yeah. fixing for standard and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I'm sure, I mean, it is rare, so it's not going to be that impactful in draft. So, let me ask you this. Let's come back to Legacy. Will this see Legacy play in budget builds? So if people want to play budget versions of their Legacy decks and they can't afford an Underground Sea or Volcanic Island, this might be a substitute for No. Them. I think... No one plays duels. Everyone plays Snow Basics and Astral Oh, my God. Yeah. Rug plays no one plays duels. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Rod. <laughs> It's top tier deck rug menace of legacy format right now rug delver would never play card like this rug delver is no, always going to be what I'm tops. saying is if you are like 15 year old kid tired of modern because it's a dumpster fire you have enough you got your gorgeous and stuff this could be an option I would say you do shocks before this because you can yeah, you do shocks you're okay, already okay, a kid that plays modern if you're playing yes if you're already kid playing modern you should have all your shocks yeah. you should have your uh, your okos yeah. and your rows so yeah I don't think these would even see modern play. No. Dang, I was just hoping that they'd like... Sydney's going to cancel his pre-order of the full play set <laughs> of all of them. I'm trying to spike on this. Like <laughs> we are not as speculative. We're, we're, we're hyping this card right now. Guys, get your <laughs> weird duels. Um, your standard basic duels. I do like these cards, though. Like, Is this your first time seeing these? Yeah, I haven't seen these before. Yeah. Uh, I would, this reminds me back... Uh, did you ever play Nathan's... Split card no. I've seen it and it looked like so much of a headache I did not want to do it. It definitely was a headache playing it, but every single basic had a second ability and literally the exact same concept. It was a so, He's a smart guy. Yeah. It, your mountains, every single mountain in your deck 
was either a mountain or a chain lightning. Really? They're all chain lightnings? I they were all, all split or... <laughs> no, they were just a different spell, right? They all had like their own thing and each color meant something decent for it's, that color. Okay, interesting. So white, I think, had like a... Healing cell? <laughs> I think it was Brave the Elements. Um, get protection of a color okay. till end of turn. Uh, green, I think, was like... Gigantic growth? I think so. But then I honestly think so. But, so this was on the basics? Yeah, this was on all the basics. Because I remember some of the cards, like Tarmac Wife had another card in general. Correct, song. correct. Every card was a split card like this. But just like how this blue card that we just read, it's a land or a spell. That, yeah. That's what Nathan did oh, so yeah. many years ago. So like thinking more about this, like this would be cool in draft. But it does suck that these are rare. So this takes up your rare slot. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, no, but if you're drafting, I think you... I mean, these are great for me. Is this a pick one? A 15? Uh, Maybe on your third pack? And it's tough, but... So, like, I would say it's better than some of the fucking rare lands <laughs> that you have. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's tough, but, like, I... I, I, mean, I wish they were uncommon. Because, like, at least an uncommon... Enough of it will go out, and then you can actually draft with it a little bit better. I think it's too good for uncommon, because if it was uncommon, draft mana would yeah, be so be good. good. So, but here's the thing. You said too good for uncommon. You're not going to play it in modern. You're not going to play it in legacy. But limited is, uh, limited is a format where like you can just win because you don't... Or you can lose because you just don't get hit the other type of line. Like, but, this if, fixes if you, but if you equalize it and make it uncommon, then everybody's on the same playing field. So right? everyone's casting all their baller spells on That's curve. That's what magic's all about. You want to play your spells on curve, right? You don't want to feel bad. You don't want to get mana screwed, mana No, because I think mana, magic is also about punishing greedy mana bases. Yeah. All right, so the next card. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wait, true. so... Yeah, yeah. So we went off on another tangent. So wait, where is this card Seagate Restoration C play and Legacy? A one of in a very heavy control deck. <laughs> For, it. Seven mana? I see it in like blue-green Omnitel. So For seven mana. Well, Omniscience and then this. Oh, okay, yeah. But so, it's still a one of. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the sorcery side is, yeah, four, four, four colorless, three blue... Draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand plus one, and then you know you have no maximum hand size for the rest of the game. Imagine drawing two cards for yeah, seven mana. Right? That would suck. Because usually with Omni Show, you're you you, you know when you're going off, you have counter magic that you're relying on. Yeah. So your hand, like, I think this wouldn't be in there because usually the last card or the last two cards is like a Grizzlebrand or the Cutting Witch. Yeah. You just hope to find something off your omniscience. I could see people trying it, but I don't know how good it would be. This, I don't see this sticking around. But you, you think it's in a... In con, I mean, I can see it in control because no matter what you can say... Hey, you want this card? Sorcery. It if it was an instant, yeah, it'd that'd be different. It'd be dumb. This pairs really well with Grizzlebrand, though. It does. <laughs> yeah. I have tw- 21. Pass the turn. <laughs> Let me draw 22. <laughs> now I have this little thing like says, so is there going to be like a little icon that you have to put down? I will not be able, I have no hand size for the rest of my... I don't know. Game. I don't know. I mean, I think you just have to like... Yeah, you just remember, remember it, but like... It is cool. weird though that it does like break a rule. It, is, it doesn't break a rule, but like it's usually effects like that are permanent based. Yeah. It, so it's like Relic Warrior Towers in play effect. or Jenga Taxes is in play, right? Like this is a... Spell 
the changes in element of how the game works. Essentially giving you like a planeswalker emblem. Yeah, Remember you couldn't yeah. get rid of those? That would be cool if it was like you get an emblem that says Yeah. This is what I do know. I will not be playing with this card, so we can talk to the next about the next one. <laughs> Alright, so Legacy Player playable, yes or no? As a one of and fringe Fringe, fringe, fringe. People will play. Will so try no, this. It's going to be a no. No, no. 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 People will try <laughs> it, but not play it. It will not be permanent. All right, all right. Next one, and this one actually took us a little while to figure it out. Yes, it did. So is it going to go back to you, David, because you figured it out. I'm not like pronouncing that name. I'll, else. I'll pronounce it. Yasharn. Yasharn. Yeah. Implacable Earth. I was going to say Impl- implacable. Implacable. Earth. Yeah. Like implacable. Yep. There's no implacable Earth. It's a boar. It's a big. It's a big old big. So it's two colorless, one green, one white. Uh, four, four. When he enters the battlefield, you search your library for a basic forest and a basic plains, reveal them, put them in your hand, and shuffle. This is a line that's interesting. Very. Players can't pay life or sacrifice non-land permanents to cast spells or activate abilities. David was the one that kind of saw like some like at first we were like. So you can't use Lotus Petal? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely that? takes a while. To it takes like that. a minute. Okay, we're not that dumb. But. but you can't cast Force of Will for its alternate cost because you have to pay one life to do that. Sure, Gitaxian Probe is banned, but like other cards... So it turns off Phyrexian Mana. Phyrexian Mana is turned off. Um, Force of Will doesn't work. And negation. Doesn't negation ping you one? No, it does not. No. Oh, yeah, it's the That's clean one. That's why it's the clean one. one. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, you yourself mentioned Vampire Hex Mage. Yep, you cannot sacrifice Vampire Hex Mage to activate its ability. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a decent card. I see it being like a one of in Maverick builds or something like that. What's well, great, you look at the source, right below it is Night of the Relic Fairy. Right? right? Yeah, it's yeah. totally Maverick. Yeah. Thesaurus. Oko, Oko can't use, uh, can't activate uh, the food. Oh, you can't yeah. sacrifice it to gain two life. Oh, man. You're right. There you go. Three life. Three, to gain three life. Yeah. It's a healing cell. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, so it's a great, uh, so this is an ant sideboard card? I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think this card is really cool. Yeah, it definitely has like its angles. It, it stops definitely certain things. Um, stopping Force of Will, I think, is just good on its own in a Maverick build. Get your other shit out there. Look at the flavor text. In its hoofprints, barren dust becomes fertile ground. Ooh. Ooh it's getting that. You know, I think, so I think this card would be a one of a Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so as well. Maybe even a little, like in a GSD deck, right? Yeah. A deck that runs Green Sun Zenith. This is the a one of because those are de- those decks are typically like toolboxy for the most part. Yeah. I think Lone lo- used to be more toolboxy. Now it's just like Okos and all yeah. that dumb stuff. But Maverick, I think it's the Maverick card. Definitely, definitely. I would love that it had trample. I want to see a trampling boar. Right. I think it's huge. Jeez. It should just like run over whatever like is blocking a chump block for once. Giant. But no, I I really like the design of this card. I, I think the ability is really cool. Yeah. Definitely. And then when we're done with the podcast, we'll think of a bunch of other cards that this would work with. <laughs> and like, oh, oh, man. Oh, but yeah, Force of Will is a huge call out. Right? That was a good one. Um, so we, I think we all agree this will see some Legacy play. Some. Yeah. Maybe some Elves will play it here and there, but it won't be good in Elves. 
Is it what's Elves the, has the Allosaurus Shepherd, so they're yeah, like, they're, well, they're, they're, doesn't it stop the Thopter combo? Sacrifice an artifact. Uh, Thopter blade, yeah. Thopter sword. Yeah, wasn't that a thing like maybe uh, months ago? It's very fringe, but it does stop that. It does stop. Yeah, okay, there you go. It stops yeah. the ninjas one where they sacrifice stuff with it. They have that. What is it? The artifact. Thopter assembly. Yeah, yeah. The thopter. Yeah, yeah it, it stops that. Yeah, sacrifice whatever to get a bigger thing. Sure. Four, yeah. Four, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think as time goes, this is one of those cards that gets better because it stops more stuff. Right, I think you can stop Bomberman. Sacrifice an artifact to get to yeah, activate an ability. Doesn't solve it. No. It stops the bobbles. Sacrifice stops the bobbles. Which stops the combo. It doesn't stop the LED. No, but it does. You can still LED the walking ballista. Yeah. But they can't draw their deck with the bobbles. Yeah. yeah, so that's good. Okay, so I like this card. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, Sydney, you got this next one. Oh, is it the, the waste? No, I want the, the burn one. I want the stone rain. Okay, okay, we'll see. Cool, so you, <laughs> you'll get two of them. Okay. So you'll get this red card and you'll get the other red card. So this is mag- Magmatic uh, Chandler. I I like it that it is a 4-4 if you're able to meet its like additional cost or additional little stop gate, which is as long as there are four or more instants and sorcery cards in the graveyard, it gets... In your graveyard. In my graveyard, it gets plus three, plus one, making it a 4-4 because it's base, power, toughness, one, three. So, I mean, it's it's a decent beater for two. Um, the second ability, discard a card, exile the top two cards of your library, then choose one of them. You may play that card this turn. Could see some uh, activations when it isn't a 4-4, and you're just trying to, like, filter your next couple draws and keep playing those instant sorceries. I don't really see it in Bluebird Delver. I could see it as them trying it, but the fact that it doesn't have Trample or any type of evasion doesn't make it stack up against the meta. Especially with Oko out there, it'll just turn into a 3-3. Yeah. Well, and also in that two-drop slot for red cards, you've got Young Pyromancer and you have Dreadhorde Arcanist. Yeah, you can't outclass those. Which I think are better than this, right? Yeah, it's a cool card. I just don't think, like, in the current, like, legacy meta that it... There's other better two-drops that, like, outclass it. A a Young PZ will outclass this because, I mean, even if you attack... If you're going against an opposing opponent and they have this and you have Young PZ, whatever, I'll bolt you... If, even if it's out of bolt range, I'll chump block with a... Yeah, a, you chumpers forever, and then you're going to eventually yeah. get yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, I like the design. I just wish it had something else, of, uh, some other form of evasion, like flying, or even like first strike, trample, that'd be great. Yeah, shadow or anything. Menace would even be better. Yeah. yeah. Menace would be cool. Yeah, it'd be hard to block. Or, or Vigilance. Well, it would be better if it, it had vigilance. Hate, and vigilance would actually because you could attack well, and then activate it as well. Vigilance is a white, so if it was Boros color, if it was one white, one red, yeah. then you could see that. But in red, you would see mostly like first strike or haste. We if obviously it had, don't know the color wheel. Oh man, yeah. if, if it had haste, it'd be it'd be badass for two mana to be able to like exile the top two cards. Yeah. Yeah, if it had haste, it'd be uh, much more. Yeah. Play game mm-hmm. a four four like top deck this swing in on an empty board for four yeah it'd be great yeah yeah so one little it like it's not hard to meet that first requirement like you're gonna have four instances of sorcery very quickly in your graveyard so it's almost always gonna be nine times out of ten it'll be a four four when yeah. it hits battlefield so. and yeah. it fights against dreadhorde so dreadhorde is actively removing instances of sorcery so you, you have to choose one or the other. No. Yes, so dreadhorde yes oh yeah, yeah. Dreadhorde. dreadhorde's way better. You guys think this is see legacy play? 
budget builds that are trying random People things. will try it, yeah. And I don't think People will try... Maybe a wizard's deck? Because it's <laughs> it a wizard. It is a wizard, yeah. It, it is a wizard. wizard. Hold on, David. What if I told you there was a new mechanic, per se, called party? And if you have a party, which is like a rogue, a cleric, a wizard, <laughs> and something else... A warrior. And a warrior... <laughs> It has an effect. I think I am no longer playing combo anymore, and I am playing party. No, okay, you said it. <laughs> Legacy on the party magic. Yeah. Legacy party magic. It's like, it's like Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. It's D&D. You gotta get your whole D&D group together. Right. Once they're all on the board, they fuck shit up. 100%. But yeah, there's a new mechanic It does exist. Alright, I am playing that. And I am sold. Did you know that there's a the next core set is a D&D themed core set? Oh, Perfect. I need party members. Right. So, well, <laughs> so speaking of that, you got to show them the uh, draw three cards, gain three life party of mechanic one. Oh, which one is that? Let me find. What color is it? So it's uh, it's blue. It's blue white. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's a four colorless, a blue and a white, and I don't think it's in these spoilers. Oh, it's right here. Yeah, Spoils of the adventure. Yeah, there it is. So four colorless, one white, one blue. This spell costs one less to cast for each creature in your party. Your party consists of up to one of each cleric, rogue, warrior, wizard. So nice. it could be one blue, one white. You gain three life and draw three cards. I think we're playing this. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Why are you showing me doomsday stuff when there's party stuff for Azorius party time? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that you were like that would hit so close to home. And you need your wizards and clerics. Azorius party time in legacy. <laughs> Sold. Um, Alright, moving on. Um, so uh I thought this was kind of meh uh Sydney really likes it. This is Thieving Skydiver. One blue, one colorless for a 2-1 flyer that has kicker X, where X cannot be zero. Uh, when Thieving Skydiver enters the battlefield, if it was kicked, gain control of target artifact with CMC X or less. If that artifact is an equipment, attach it to Thieving Skydiver. So the reason I like it, again, if we're going with the party mechanic, it is a rogue. Oh, my it is yeah. rogue. So it's, it's a perfect rogue card. He's stealing shit. Uh, True. It, so I don't see how it would see Legacy play more, but more of the fact that it's a very great commander card. Steal Soul Ring for three mana, and then you get a two-one. Kick it for one, you get a Soul Ring. Is that really good in Commander? <laughs> I mean, the Soul Ring is like the card, isn't it? Or, uh, or a mana crypt. You can steal whatever, one or less, for sure. one mana. But it's one of those cards, and right, like I think we've seen enough spoilers over the years that like it's. It can conditionally be good, but by itself, it's not good. It's, yes. not, it's not inherently good, right? Certain con- conditions need to be met for it to be good. This is a sideboard card. Yeah, yeah, it's a great sideboard card. I but I like this in Commander again. It has to ETB, so it has to resolve, so you don't have to declare what you're gonna steal. I'm playing against three opponents. You can pull, uh, pull, take it up. I'm not gonna steal so man. I'm gonna get that mana crypt, and then you <laughs> can steal the guy's so <laughs> In Legacy, I I don't. I mean, if you're going against uh, any type of deck that has a GTA, can you? St- but GTA, they just kill your guy in response. Yeah, those guys are one two. I mean, two when ones. he enters, they could just remove a GTA cover and kill him, or take take a vial. Yeah, you can do it. Goblins take a vial instead of shattering it and just steal it. So this is like a cyborg card in Morfolk. Oh, yeah. It's a cyborg card. And Morfolk isn't even well. really a, 
Uh, oh, it's a cyber card in Azorius. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, it's party time for sure. It's a rogue. Blue rogue. Yeah. yeah. So we're building so, a legacy so, deck now, guys. I, one thing I thought of, like, how do changelings work with the party? They're Does only it change? One. Oh, they're, they're only one. If whatever or they only party, count as one of one, whatever party member you don't so, have. So okay. I wonder if party will impact the price or the value of changelings. Changelings. I hope banding comes back next. It'll come back after Rampage. <laughs> Perfect. With the werewolves, they're gonna band together as a yeah. werewolves. Oh, there's a werewolf sick. There, there's a David. David, what if I told you we're they were coming back. out with Innistrad Twilight Edition we're with werewolves and like, vampires? You know that show Twilight? Yeah, movie? yeah. Isn't that they? I even laughed at Magic. Because they were releasing Innistrad during the hype of the whole Twilight series coming out. In well, theaters. now it's the Twilight-themed Innistrad. You're going to have a werewolf set and a vampire set. <laughs> so who are you? Are you team... He just giggles. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> team Jacob or team... Isn't it? There's Team Jacob, yes. Yeah. You know the other one. Come on. Just he's like... Right. He, yeah. He's all... Oh, Edward. 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 There it is. Ah! It's Edward. It's a, it's a I have a sister. Are sure you, you do. Are you <laughs> the, the, he watches these yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Team Jacob all the way. She made me watch magic. So I, I feel like magic is going into a, a very weird direction. Yeah. But yeah, we got a Twilight set coming out. I so like it. The first, second time around. Third. Third. Because we had original Innistrad, we had Innis Shadows of Innistrad, now we got oh, Innistrad right. Twilight Edition. You're right, you're right. I didn't even think about yeah. the second one. I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, this is also our third time coming back to Zendikar. Will Nighthawk be back? Because yes, that guy was a baller. There is a so Nighthawk. So, speaking of this... Wait, it's, it's in this set, right? Yeah. Oh, we didn't... I don't even like a, like a little prophet. You just go... See, home I just... just like, you I just, call these things. David is the oracle. So, there was a controversy of this... Was this new car better than Tarmogoyf? It's not, but but it's a good card. We'll talk about it. So there's a, uh, an X ability to it on its uh, yeah, power. It's power. It still dies the bolt. That's why it's not as good. It's you there. heard it first. There it is. Nighthawk scavenger. So David, we'll let you we'll, we'll let you present All this right. one. So we got a one BB. It's flying death touch lifelink. Uh, Nighthawk scavenger's power is equal to one plus the number of card types along. Cards in your opponent's graveyard. Yeah, I don't like that. Opponent's graveyard. That's kind of rough. If it was both graveyards, it'd be much better. I'd be playing the hell out of this card. But just your opponent's. That's kind of rough. It does seem like a fun card. I would definitely play this in limited. Oh, limited. This is stupid, right? I am not playing this in legacy anytime soon. Yeah. So it's a rogue. So it could. Maybe go with true, Esper. As you go Esper party time? Yeah. Yo, yo. The party time... Party... This party's exclusive. Not everyone's invited. So oh. you're saying there's no hope for a five-color party time? Uh, no, there's definitely hope for a five-color, but we don't want no scavengers. We want the OG Nighthawk. Okay. okay. That one, I believe, he's right is there. a rogue but as he's well. A, no, no, he's, he's a shaman. You're so out. he's not part of the party? Nope, he's a vampire shaman. He's a shaman? He's right vampire there. Vampire the shaman. Vampire shaman, bro. Oh, Ooh. damn. I guess there's no vampires in this party. <laughs> Team Jacob all the way. Oh, you heard it here first, people. Team Jacob all the way. Uh, Esper, vamp Esper party time is a thing in Legacy. 
We're hoping to see that. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving, moving on. So, okay. So, Thieving Skydiver, side bird card at best at in best. tier three Morphok deck, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is you. All right. Need the swarm. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. It's a one B. Uh, destroy target creature or enchantment and opponent controls. You lose life equal to that permanent converted mana cost. That's the losing life's not really relevant. It's huge getting a black enchantment removal. The color wheel, as we know it, is getting mixed up. Um, yeah, this is pretty big. I think earlier, uh, black got a couple sets ago a three drop enchantment removal. It was a sacrifice and enchantment. It oh, wasn't yeah. direct. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. was okay, yeah. but not very good. And yeah. goblin decks just straight up were like, yes, this is the answer. And they started playing black for that. This, I think, just takes the cake on that. Right. Black is now able to destroy enchantments in a pretty efficient way. Um, yeah, this is huge, I think. So, yeah, Sorcery Speed, I think it's still pretty solid. Yeah, Sorcery Speed's fine. And then Black also recently got Eliminate, which is one black, one colorless, instant speed, destroy target creature, or Planeswalker with CMC3 or less. Yeah. Nice. So, like, yeah, like, I like that they're starting to, like, you know, blue usually gets everything. Yeah. They're sharing the love a little bit. The love's going around a little bit. I definitely like Feed the Swarm. Um, black needs a way to deal with enchantments. So, okay, let's talk about that. What enchantments does Black need to deal with? I guess it's kind of harder to say, but like a really tough blue-black Drago deck will probably focus on like uh, Manlands. So you have to get you have to have back to basics put in check if you want that strategy to be viable. Okay. Uh, you have your counterbalance, which yeah, you kind of have to worry about. Um, not too much so, but like yeah. it's definitely a card. I don't see it being good against uh, back to basics. So back to basics. Uh, blood moon. Humility. Yeah, blood moon. Humili uh, humility. Humility. Um, I guess there's not that many enchantments, but just knowing you can answer every angle an opponent yeah. can throw at you is yeah, pretty nice. And it's creature removal, too. Well, you can get rid of, like, ley lines of the boys if you're going against any graveyard strategy. Yeah. Most okay. graveyard strategies are black. That's a good point. There's but, always that one person that yeah. has enchantments. Sure. No, I hear that. So the pox player plays another void against you, and you're just like, hmm. Yeah, that feed the swarm would be really cool right now. <laughs> okay, so I think this card is good. I think it has potential. I think it's a sideboard yeah. card at best. Would yeah. you ever remove omniscience with this? Uh, usually, <laughs> you. I mean, so if it, there have been times when I play omniscience where like I cast omniscience and then like I have to pass the turn. So it's good then, but the fact that it's sorcery speed, like I would not rely on this to answer omniscience ever. No, you need the quicken to go with it. Yeah. But like, what other like <laughs> options does a black have to try to get rid of resolve, show and tell omniscience? They use hand disruption to stop you. And it, look again, you have to. Have if they use enough hand disruption, then once you show and tell the omniscience oh, in, yeah. you don't have the items to continue the chain. So this could get rid of the omniscience. Also, well, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on here. 
If you use this on omniscience, you're also taking ten damage. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's a big hit. You're a black deck. You're playing against show and tell. They did not ping you yet. You're all about paying life. <laughs> you pay all the life you need. And yeah, you have like dark confidants. You're flipping the top yeah. card. Well, also enchantments that we said goblins like it, so they can destroy engineered plague. Which doesn't see much play. It's it's play. Plague it kills yeah. plague engineer. Though. Okay, so it does the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they have pyrokinesis or whatever. Yeah, they play yeah. on the sideboard. But this There's is more possible because this hits enchantments too. Yeah. So. I like this card. I like it's it. Great. Yeah. It adds a new angle to black. Yeah, I'm a fan. And I think this is probably pretty good and limited because it's a two drop common removal yeah, spell. Yeah, it's great. 100%. Sweet. Um, so sideboard card, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Moving on. That's not it. There it is. Oh, uh, this is uh, this is uh, Sydney's. Uh, and so, like, I really want to talk about this one. Like, cleansing wildfire. One colorless and a red. Stone rain. Destroy target land. Its controller may search for their library for a basic land card. Put in the play tab. Shuffle the library. Key part of this is you get to draw a card so it cycles on top of being able to like slow down some of these big like they're not Tron decks but the Cloud Post decks sure so it's a for sure a great sideboard card the fact that you're able to like draw another card and then you can also destroy some of your lands if you need to get your second blue source and you just want to get rid of a unused wasteland because now wasteland set is a, like high uh, all time low yeah and the fact that this can destroy any land is great Destroy one of their stone lands, destroy their second blue source, maybe their only black source, or their dual land, and, and maybe they don't have a basic. Because it's Rugged Over. It's a stone rain for two. Oh, yeah, for Rugged Over, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, draw a land off of two. So let me ask you this. You did mention, like, Tron decks and whatnot. Oh, yeah, the Cloud Post Yeah. Decks. How difficult is, like, you are Delver against, like, those 12 post decks? It's, it's, it's like a 40. 6% chance of, like, winning. So, so would you even. run this card yourself? Yeah, I would take out my Blood Moons and play, like, so I usually... Wait, what? You would play this over Blood Moon against Cloud Post? Yeah. Because you just have to knock them off one land to be able... Because you're so aggro, you need to get, like, one or two turns to be able to kind of push over the edge. But isn't that what Wasteland does? So, Wasteland does it enough, but it slows you down, too. And then you lose a card. This draws you a card. It might draw your your the, the final bolt you need, or a dreadhorde arcanist to be able to play the next turn or on that turn, so that you can start actually pushing forward. A wasteland like slows you down unless you have like a delver that's like flip to be able sure. to push that pressure. But doesn't blood moon just shut them down altogether? They have answers for blood moon, man. The corrosive grip. Yeah, they, they, they like yeah. They, got, they, they gotta find it. Though. They know like it, so. Blood Moon's been around so long that they know to play against Blood Moon, and have that answer when there are like mul- mulligan. Okay. And then also Blood Moon's like turn three. I do see the like no loss in card. The draw, if, it had, if it didn't have draw card, I would not play it. Yeah, yeah. That is the huge key factor on this card, and the fact that it costs just two mana is like great. yeah. And, I mean, every rebirth looks like death. Yeah. And for me, too, is like being able oh, to... Oh, that's <laughs> the flavor of death. Uh, like, what? <laughs> for me, too, is like being able to like destroy one of your wastelands. So like, let's say you have your, you draw your one mountain, and they're all wastelands after that. 
you destroy one of your wasteland, get your blue, your one basic blue, and then you're off to the races. Because sometimes yeah. you're in that position where you draw no fetches, and this is wasteland, wasteland, mountain, and you're like, oh, and you're just stuck with all these blue cards in your hand. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. That's so, not bad. I would say this card will never see play in Legacy. I say it's cyborg. It's gonna see play gonna see, in Sydney cyborg. Yeah, so you sure. will see Legacy play. All right. Yeah. So you can uh, you can just eat those I words. Say, <laughs> we'll, we'll see Legacy play. Yeah. I think it's a cool card though. Yeah. <laughs> and you can. I mean, it's almost like. Would would blue? Um, I mean, green red lands. Oh, like a Ponza deck or whatever. Like that's yeah. a modern strategy. So I think this is huge in modern, right? Sure. Yeah, I can you Ponza and Legacy with this. So it's a bunch of wastelands. Ghost Ghost Quarters. This. Oh. oh yeah, after my own heart. Yeah. That's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> a Ponza deck and Legacy. I feel like that's, I feel like land destruction just is not a good strategy. Not at the moment. I don't think so. Well, just like I don't think it's a winning strategy in Legacy. Like yeah, no. you're gonna fuck your opponent over, but like how are you winning? I created exists. I created like a blue yeah. Ponza list that was playing Jace's Phantasm. Oh, I remember that shit. Those quarters, <laughs> wastelands, the archival trap, archival trap. So, like, oh, ghost quarters, you land. Do you want to get your basic? I dare you. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> trap. And then you have a five-five fantastic. Yeah, it's great. For what about it? A five-five for one flying. Oh my god. Then, why don't you play that deck anymore? Uh oh, because it sucks. No, it, it beat rock and bop. I remember, like, I I did pretty good in an event, and like I was. I couldn't play it to the very end, so I gave the guy the win. I gave uh, Rockenbach the win. I it sure. played back to basics. So it does. It's. I would splash red for this. So it would be great. Okay. I look forward to seeing your bruise. Yeah. yeah. I love bruise. Bunch of bruise, man. That's all. This deck's gonna see a. This card's gonna see a lot of play in Sydney's decks. Yeah. <laughs> in sideboard, not in deck. All right. Moving on. This one, I think, is of everything we've talked about so far. I think this one may have the. The best chance of seeing some play in Legacy. <coughs> so this is co-founding conundrum. One blue, one colorless. Uh, sticking to the theme of this new set, everything that comes into play, everything you cast draws you a card. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, when conundrum, co-founding conundrum enters the battlefield, draw a card. Whenever a land, oh, and it's an enchantment. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, if that player had another land enter the battlefield under their control this turn. They return a land to control to its owner's hand. I don't know, see what, what deck it goes into. It goes, I think, it would be kind of slow down a control mirror a lot because of like the fetching have to be broken down into two separate turns. Right? I don't know. Please tell me. <laughs> so it definitely, it definitely messes with fetches. Yeah. Because you can't, like, I mean, if this is in play, you cannot play a fetch land and then fetch right away. No, you just pass the turn and fetch on Because you have turn. to bounce the land. Well, you pass the turn fetch on their turn, and you, then it's not, then it doesn't work. I mean, sure. it makes fetch lands a little less efficient. Sure. Let's say we ghost quarter you. Oh, now we're playing with Dark Deck? <laughs> I, I play Ghost Quarter and Dark Deck. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I like, I mean, I don't know. This, I think this card is kind of interesting and unique, too. Like, so, like, the boar, this, and a couple of the other cards. Like, there's, like, cool new, like, abilities and, like, cards in this yeah. set that I, I like. I don't know if this will see play, but, like, it has, like, it has its strengths. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, look at, like, so, like, I, in the Four Color Alone groups, which Four Color Alone plays blue hardcore now, right? They talk, like, you could turn one this. Mox Diamond land, uh, another land, cast this. Opponent plays fetch, they cannot fetch and play that land that turn. Yeah, that, it will slow, it will slow down opponents a turn. Yeah, so, I agree for sure. I mean, it has some application, but, I, again, I don't know how well it will be. Uh, I am the guy that when Oka was spoiled thought that the, he was a shitty planeswalker. He's gonna do nothing. Yeah, like, damn, we got nothing playable, and he ended up being the best planeswalker ever in Legacy. Yeah. So, do I, I? I do see that it will see play, and I think somebody will be able to make this into a deck. They will be able to like again because you draw a card, so it, there's not really much of a cost. And again, it, it passes the force of will test. You can pitch to force. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, if you play two of these, does it bounce two lands? Yeah. Uh, definitely. Dang, so yeah, that's backbreaking. If there's two of them in the, in the play, that, that would be backbreaking. I think I think it would. Yeah, I think it stacks. Yeah, it would two, put two triggers on the stack. That would be brutal. So, like, in competitive legacy, it all really depends on... What if Enchantress plays blue for this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, kind of about Didn't like, they play blue for something already? Maybe. I saw a blue Enchantress list before. Well, did, I don't know. Did you see any Enchantress when you were playing your Mana Trainers event? Because we haven't talked about that yet. No, I did not see any Enchantress. So, how, how did Mana Trainers go for you? Yeah, because you were the only one of the us three to actually be able to go into the actual... queued for it. Qualified. Yeah. Qualified. Um, so Mana Trainers... It started off well. So the Mantra's event was the one where you had to qualify by having a certain percentage. Uh, and the tournament was last Saturday. It was eight rounds. Um, spoiler, I finished 4-4. Four, four, In the money? Sucked. In the money? I won $10 Ooh. store credit. Um, and it sucks too because I, 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 I started off 4-1. Ooh. And then I lost the last three in a row. It was terrible. The, the, um so I wasn't sure what deck to play for the tournament. I ended up, you know, it was either a, a toss-up between Omni Show, Blue Green Omni Show, or Turbo Depths. Um, I finished the league with Omni Show. I played a league with Turbo Depths the night before. I went four-one. The deck felt great. I was like, new, new Turbo Depths, right? Um, and I'm like, and I feel comfortable. Like I feel like the tur- so the Rug Delver matchup is. I feel like it's a, a lot more difficult now that Oko's out there. Mm. Because um, one, they can gain life. Like getting over twenty is so big, right? Like it hurts so much because it's not a, just a turn one kill, a, a one turn kill. It's like a, you gotta attack twice usually. Um, so I felt confident in almost all my matchups outside of Rug Delver, which like it's one, it's the best deck. It has a lot of good cards, and so I was like, you know what, I I can hold my own against it, but if I can fade it, I'll be all right. Round one, paired up against Rug Delver. Um, I, I did win 2-0, you know, yes. was able to, you know, play tight, hit my needles, um, and was able to, you know, get the win there. Um, and it was actually a really cool play. Like, I knew my opponent had Submerge, so I was like, and I also did the counter magic, so I was just like, I'm going to throw this crop, I'm going to toss my crop into this counter spell to get rid of my forest, right? Because sacrificing the land is part of the cost, so... Uh, I, I used my crop rotation in order to protect my Merit Lage because I knew they had submerged from an earlier turn when I inquisitioned them and I couldn't take it with inquisition. But I was like, cool, this crop rotation will, will crop out the, the forest. I have no more forests. They got a hard cast submerge, right? So <laughs> that was kind of a cool interaction. But, uh, and then round two, blue uh, four-color Snowco 
rough matchup. I found that Teferi's actually pretty good in that matchup because it allows them to uh, shut off crop rotation. Uh, Turbo mm. plays not of this world main board over Sylvan's Safekeeper, so not of this world shut off. Um, lost pretty quickly to uh, to that. Uh, forget what round three was. I think it might have been Depths or another combo deck. And then round four, I played our friend uh, Jim Dudek. Mm. Uh, I, I was able to take him down 2-0. He was on like a stifle del- rug delver deck. No. And then, I, yeah. and then I lost the next three. I won't go over too much on the losses, but I will share one uh, one story from uh, one of the matches. So this was game two or three against uh, a four-color snow t- snowco deck again. And the opponent landed a very quick uh, blood booth. Ooh. And I had forest. And, you know, I... Cast a couple land spells, like seven Scranks, to try and get my Swamp. Um, they countered, and I finally was able to get my Swamp, so I had Abrupt Decay online, mm-hmm. and I had a Dark Depths so I was able to play, right? So under Blood Moon, Dark Depths enters, it has no counters, right? So all I have to do to make Merit Lage now is Abrupt Decay their Blood Moon. Yeah. Um, I duress them, so I think the turn I'm, I tutor for my uh, Swamp, I have to use my Forest, obviously, so I can't cast an Abrupt Decay then. So I use the Swamp to cast a Hand Disruption spell, Take swords or something, right? Yeah. And then the next year, I'm like, I got him. Like, I, I have the win. I'm, you know, this, I got to lock down. Uh, at the end of their, their turn, Abrupt Decay Blood Moon. They cast Veil of Summer. <laughs> it's all over. So, <laughs> I was like, why? But, uh, yeah, it was total blow Because like, I'm sure you guys have had that those moments where you're like, I have this game locked up. Yeah. I know it's in their hand. What they have in the battlefield isn't enough. I've got this game. And there's a line of text on Abrupt's Cave that says this card cannot be countered, right? As well as our abilities. And I was like, I got it. it doesn't matter. Veil of Summer, shit all over that party. So Oof. lost that one and then ended up 4-4. Um, it was a fun event. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think we both played in the series. Uh, oh, yeah. I love the fact that they're putting these on. I hope they do more. It's, they do such a, a well-run event. Yeah. I know you're listening to this podcast, uh, Manatrace, because it's so wildly popular. Uh, so yeah, if you're listening, please run more because it was a blast. We loved it, and I think it was like 200 plus players in the top in the really Swiss. Good. Yeah, and that's just those people that qualified. There might have been like hundreds of other players that did not qualify. So it, uh, hopefully, yeah. there's that strong showing lets mana traders know, hey, do some more, please. Exactly. So and they do they rotate every month. So I think this month is modern. Yeah, hopefully it's or like a, a crappy yeah. showing, and they just do more like lazy. Um, what deck do you guys think won the Mana Traders event? Other than Rub Delver? Other than Rub Delver. So if Rub Delver didn't win the tournament, what deck would you think would win it? Alright, Stoneblade. A version of Rug Delver that just has like two cards switched out. It's something that has Path to Exile. No, Rug Delver. Rug Delver. Okay. Stoneblade that second though. Okay. okay. Oh, oh yeah. damn. But yeah, New Orleans is great right now. Yeah. yeah uh, Legacy Grinder Rich Callie took down the tournament with Rugged Over. Nice. Congrats. Uh, beating Stoneblade in the finals. So that's a tough matchup too. <laughs> yeah, especially with like Oko. Like I don't even know how Stoneblade is good. Like Oko turns all your equipment into fucking Elks. The only thing that's good is that having the swords to get rid of Oak uh, Uro. Run Delver doesn't play a row. No, no, if you're playing Stoneblade. I'm the Stoneblade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. And then, like, just having, hopefully, four of uh, Meddling Mage and Cyborg. Sure. Meddling <laughs> Mage. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great card. Um, okay. Yeah, so Run Delver won. Um, so I think we have two two final things we're going to touch on. Like, 
And this is just fun section, right? Like, so one, we're going to touch on the old borders, the return oh, yeah. of the old borders. No, that's going to be fun. Thank you, Magic. Thank so, you, the coast. this past Monday, Wizard announced the next 15 products they're releasing in the next three months. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like four months. But uh, so one of the announcements was uh, Time Spiral Remastered. That will be sweet. And Time Spiral Remastered is a set uh, built around the Time Spiral block. So it's going to have what? Planar Chaos, uh, our Planar Chase, uh, Future Sight, and Time Spiral. Time Spiral, yeah. So it might ha- you might, we might see Tyrant Wave again. But Sorry? the cool thing about it is every pack will have one card reprinted with the old border. You saw that Chalice of the Void. Yeah. So, so far we've seen three cards. It's Relentless Rats, Path to Exile, and then Big Daddy Chalice of the Void. I honestly even like the Path of Exile. The old border just... It makes it look good. Path looks good. It looks looks good. Imagine getting, like, Relentless Rats. uh, But imagine getting Chalice. Relentless. Like, so... (laughs) Oh, but he's seventh relentless rat. Oh, great! Yeah, you can finally build that deck. So, <laughs> I'm a purist in the fact that I like to play original printing of cards. Yeah, there's a very, very high chance that I'm going to upgrade to these chalices. I would for sure. I just like yeah. Oh, the or, old border chalices yeah. look sick as yeah. fuck. So that's artifacts for me when I played Magic and started. They're brown. They're brown. brown. They were not. They, when I saw these silver, silver ones, I was like, "What is this? Oh, it's my equipment." I'm like, "What's an equipment?" No. <laughs> No, they're brown. Get your colors right. Yeah. <laughs> they're brown. It's, it's this older antique thing. It is Ooh. an artifact to me. Is something that's like a hundred years old. Yes, and it's got that patina and it's brown. Not this silver new thing. That's yeah. not an artifact. No. Yeah, no. totally agree. Uh, the new chalice looks great, and the foil is probably gonna look sick as hell. Yeah, and also the cool thing about it is, so the chalice is foil. That card obviously is a rare or mythic, depending on which set it's being printed. The security stamp is not on them. Ooh. So it is the pure form of old board, right? So like that little hollow foil down at the bottom is not on the card. Let's bring it up real quick. That's what you talked about. And that's what I messed up on. Yeah, so it earlier. does not have... Ooh. And even like the signature, like the artist part, right? Like it's the old border where it has like the artist in the center in the middle, the date, and then Wizards of the Coast. For it's the year. done correctly. 100%. And so here's the other thing I love about artifacts. I love the little like palette, uh, the color palette inside of the text yes. box where it's like the like almost pastel, the very like dull looking pastel colors. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, isn't that like what the original like opals were, or like the moxin were? OG moxin. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they have those like, like mox jet and stuff. Yeah. yeah, emerald. They have that that background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the old border for old you know old artifacts. I really wonder how they're gonna foil it. So, oh. speaking of foils, how do you get a foil one of these? I'm I hope it's just the border. No, I think you were you were mentioning you, there's a like. A, no, that was the expeditions. Okay, okay. So this is in any pack you can get a foil one of these. I would. Uh, they have not released the details yet, so we don't know. But I assume there will be foil versions. I hope that's be. the case, and there's not an upgraded product where oh. you have to pay an extra ten dollars for your yeah. chance of getting a foil time shift card. But you get the chance of a foil time shifted card. We get a tw- like a twenty dollars scratch ticket. Yeah, magic Wizards is really kind of <laughs> they've really kind of 
chain like the, the 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 idea of premium product has like a whole ramp up right i like, know it's a tiering yeah. there's a tiering system of like premier products do you, yeah do you remember you just buy a box and you could get packs or you could get a fat pack yeah. now you have collector's packs now you have story packs or set boxes, set boxes right yeah. like that have themed packs and like you have vip packs right like and i think what uh sydney's touching on is you can only get foil expeditions in collector's booster boxes. And hopefully they, don't, hopefully they don't do that for this time shifted. Yeah, well, you know they'll probably have a collector's box for this. But, yeah, so big, big news. I know a lot of people have wanted the old border cards back for a while. They're coming back, and if you have not seen it yet, check out that Chalice. It is beautiful. Definitely is. Uh, last thing, guys, that I want to touch on. We're gonna we're gonna share our favorite brainstorm arts. Ooh! So let me pull it up. Um, actually, so Cass, the reason this started is because they were questioning my buys of the new brainstorm with the three guys and the rainfall coming. Down. I think they should have some background though. Is Sydney would buy. The most efficient version of a card. Yeah, I'm a cheap, cheap, cheap bastard. So we like, were, I didn't want to say cheap. <laughs> we were heckling Sydney because Sydney is likely the only legacy player that would never ever pimp out or buy premium versions of cards for his deck. He will buy the cheapest version. He'll hit up the draft basic land section to get lands for his legacy deck. Yeah, we'll get the tap to white border like mountains and islands. Yeah. So it's so yeah we're giving them crap because he recently bought the new foil borderless brainstorms from Double Masters that are like eighty bucks for the set. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they were they're beautiful cards and anybody that doesn't think so they need to relook at it. Like the, the fact it's got so much flavor in it. You have the three uh, men that are in succession coming to life and it's drawing three cards. So each one of those guys represents one of your cards and each time you draw a card you're getting renewal into your hand. Ooh. So this mm, this this brainstorm deep this storm that's coming on is renewing you, your opportunities for the succession turns, and it, it 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 for me pays homage to like recall. It reminds me a lot of that that same art and that same like time and setting and place where these guys are coming from is from where ancestral recall came from. Like if you look at ancestral recall's art, it feels almost the same. Like it's in that same culture, that same time. Okay. All right. All right. So would you say that's your favorite art? It's not my favorite art, but I really like it. All right, so let's set it up real quick. So obviously we have OG Brainstorm Art from Ice Age. Yeah, I don't like it. But Christopher Rush drew it. Uh, it's the guy, struck. it looks like he got struck by lightning or whatever. Like, right. I don't know, it's the guy that's like having like the, the berserker moment, right? Yeah. Uh, you have Mercadian Mask. Uh, Tony DiTerlisi did the art. Uh, you have... Was that a conspiracy art? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you have the first conspiracy art that's similar to Mercadian Mask in a way. It's the the, the female. It's also half similar to the original. I say it's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You got okay. the storm right in the same vein, and then I think I think the second one was printed in Iconic Masters. Maybe yeah. the it was originally the Moto art. The Moto art with yeah. the clouds that are literally brainstorming. Yeah. Right, it's like a literal interpretation of the card. Yeah. And then you have double masters art. So yes. you have five different arts. So I think the Sydney is the one that we're most interested in. So here, here's my favorite art is Mercadian Mask, and and one 
because Why? it's that's when I started playing Magic. I played Magic during Mass Block. So when I first saw Brainstorm during Mass Block, I saw how powerful it was, and I really played with that card. So it it is one of the original like blue cards I played with when I first started playing Magic. So that's why like it has a special place. The second runner-up would be the the new art with the three guys. Like it it just encapsulates what Magic, the the, the history and the lineage of Magic with those sure with Ancestor right. Recall coming into play. Uh, I don't really like the other ones. The literal interpretation with the brain and storm. I get some people like it because it's... Like the face over the it, It's just too easy for me. Like, okay, great. It's a brain yeah, and it's cloud like, oh, and it's storming. No. And the original Berserker one, it doesn't feel like a blue card. It feels almost like a green card guy berserking about the fight. Yeah. And the other ones are a little too newer to me. It doesn't feel like it's drawn. It feels like it's a digital card. Okay. Yeah. So, real quick before we move on to David... Nostalgia aside, on a purely art basis, is Mercady Mass still your favorite? No, it would be the three guys. So the new one. So Tony, or Tony, wow. It's been a long day. Sydney is a big fan of three guys. Well, on top of, like, <laughs> if you look at the art, like, I think I was telling uh, Dave and Nesby, like, if you look at Recall, that old border text has those waves. And if you look at the new... Eternal uh, what is what's this set called? Double Masters. The Double Masters. It's got that same wave feel in the clouds. In the clouds, okay. in the background. So it, it to me feels more like an older card. Okay, so from an art standpoint, the new art is your favorite. It has more meaning. Like it, there's more depth to it because again, it's three guys. Each one of them represents a card you're drawing. The set and setting. It's it's the rain is dropping, and it's bringing them to life in succession. They're not all coming to life because you draw one card at a time. Yeah. And each card you draw in succession brings new life into your game, into your the next turns that you're playing. The other ones just seem like you're thinking, but it doesn't really ever represent you drawing those cards. Sure. Oh, I, 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 I see um, I'm curious, like we should, after this podcast, we should look up what like the reference sheet was for the art for that. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you Three guys dudes getting rained on. <laughs> <laughs> so this is they're not dudes, they're statues. They're like statues, and it looks like they're coming to life. Correct, yeah. So like they're waiting for this spell to be cast. You are the planeswalker casting the spell. Yeah. And you're yeah. Re- you're calling into uh, your resources in your deck. Maybe they're creatures, maybe they're spells, you don't know what they are. But those totems, which they are, they're totems, they're statues, are coming to life. So you're trying to bring this you're casting a new spell. You're, yeah. you're, you're bringing in new spells into your hand, into your foray. Yeah. So for those of you listening, when Sydney plays Magic, he feels like he's a wizard. I, I am a planeswalker. That's what originally <laughs> Magic was. Obviously it is. I have 20 life. I'm sitting across another wizard. We play lands, and we're casting spells that attack each other to take yeah. our, our castles yeah. down. We're I love in, it. Yeah. No, I love it, man. I, I'm yeah. giving you shit, but I, I feel the same way. Uh, all right, David. Um, Alright, I guess it's my turn. Uh, so for me, myself, um, my favorite is honestly the Ice Age. I've always been uh, like a combo player at heart, and the background just seems more chaotic to me than the Mercadian Masks. Oh, yeah. And honestly for me, just looking at Brainstorm Art, I see Ice Age and Mercadian Masks as the two originals because one's the foil version, like Mercadian Masks is the original foil, while Ice Age is the original non-foil in my eyes. 
Um, and I don't know. I've always kind of been a fan of non-foil versions because I just like having my deck all in one plus being a combo player. And that pink and black just it pops out really well instead of a circle of yellow dots for me. So, I don't know. I've always been an Ice Age player over Mercadian Mask. So it's Ice Age and then Mercadian Mask for you? Yes. Yeah. And anything updated past that is way past updated for me. So and the I other three you're not interested I don't even look at them. Yeah, I get the, the whole, like, your chaos combo. Like, that's what that brainstorm represents. It's, right? it's chaotic. You're drawing three cards because you're a mad scientist trying to get something out. Trying to just make some kind of crazy-ass storm to work. Mm-hmm. So, and I know we touched on some flavor text today, but, like, the original Brainstorm flavor text is one of my favorites. Let's hear it. I reeled from the blow, and then suddenly I knew exactly what to do. In moments, victory was mine. Exactly. So it's like this guy got, like, struck a genius, struck by the lightning, boom. 100%. He reeled from the Brainstorm, and then, boom, he knew exactly what to do. And that's what, like, speaks to, like, David's, like, and, like, you're not doing anything, you're getting attacked, and finally, like, Holy shit, these three cards. I know what to do, You're, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm a nice age art for myself. Okay. Let me see this, David. What if... Oh, well, they can't do it because it wasn't in the block. I was about to say, what if they did an old border foil brainstorm <laughs> in the time spiral? But they can't because it was not in that yeah, block, right? Yeah, no. I but wait, Chalice wasn't either. So, yeah, what if wasn't. they did an old border foil More brainstorm path. with the original Chris Rush art? Like you would buy them. I probably could. So, I don't think... I think there's probably like some licensing issues where they, they're not using the new art because I know they don't use the original Chris Rush bolted art anymore for some reasons but that would be sick that would be if they did OG brainstorm art from Ice Age foil yeah, that would be sweet I might refoil them that that honestly was always the card that like teetered me right. and Dark Ritual Brainstorm and Dark Ritual always teetered OG, me yeah. OG Dark Ritual so good it's the yeah. best, it's best. second yeah. best is uh, the Rebecca Gay yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which one's that one? That the, the uh, it's the one with like the people around. Yeah. The Mercadian Mass Dark Ritual. Okay. I it's like, like the, all like whimsical kind of. Yeah, everyone's holding hands. I like the, the, the altar. The one that you have like a lizard hand and it's like a blood altar. Oh, that one? Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Judgment or something? I don't know. It might be Judgment. I, I just or no, it's, it's in like Urza's Saga. It's like yeah, Urza's yeah, yeah, yeah. Urza. Um Cool. So, real quick. So, my favorites, right? Like, so. I'll go ahead and make it very short, like, uh, the Brainstorm Conspiracy ones. So, I, I do like the one with, like, the woman with the storm around her face and, like, the light in her eyes. Like, that one's okay. The cloud one, it sucks. The one Sydney got, I don't like. I don't like the three guys. Okay. So, it, it like David, it comes down to Ice Age and Mercadian Mask for me as well. Yeah. Um, I really, really like the Ice Age one. But I think art-wise, Mercadian Mask is my favorite art. That's fair. I, lo- I love the art. I think it looks so good. Um, and I again, I don't play foils anymore. So If I, I had the Mercadian Mask girl with the Ice Age background, <laughs> okay. there would be... Enough. I wouldn't even have talked about Mercadian Mask. Best of both worlds. Yeah, what's, that really would have been best of both worlds. What's the flavor text of the Mercadian Mask one? Oh, I'm glad you Ooh. asked. Yeah. I see more than others... Do uh, I'm sorry. I see more than others do because I know where to look, mm. and they know where to look. It's the top of the library. It's the top, top three cards, <laughs> obviously. Um, and then the flavor text for yours with three dudes says, 
hey dude, hop into the shower with us. There's room for one more. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. I, no, yeah. Just, just kidding. Uh, so, it's, so the flavor text of that one is: in all my re- in all my years of research, I have yet to accurately quantify that baffling metal process known as inspiration, baffling mental process known as inspiration. I like how they included like in all my years of research, how you said you have that ancestral recall. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, it feels like a yeah. new card, but it's a new card. It's cool. Now, yeah. Um, Wow, so, wow, what an eclectic, like, mix, right? Like, so you like the Double Masters the best. You like Ice Age. I prefer yeah. Uh, Mask. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Well, well we, we need to talk to a player who likes that Brainstorm 25 one, whatever, where it's like a That's brain Brian Rock. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Brian. He loves that art. He, he does. He does. Definitely him. Sorry, Brian. Like, it, it just feels Love too me, simple to me. Like, it's just too <laughs> on the nose. It yeah. Does, it doesn't make you yearn or seek more into this, like, it's a very shallow art. You're probably thinking so much about the three cards you drew, oh, okay. you can't think about the <laughs> process of drawing the three cards. You're not because doing the art, you're, you're not doing like the Yeah, history. you have to think about the cards that you just yeah. drew. Why are you wasting time thinking I'm about drawing? I'm just thinking about beating you. That's no. all I care about. This no. game is just a game. I don't care about the art, I don't care about like all that. You're somebody to lose, and I'm the winner. Oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. Well, so we're, we're going to post our podcast. Obviously, we always do every week or every other week when we do post it in the uh, Arizona Magic Players Legacy Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, we will ask that you guys share with us what your favorite brainstorm art is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sweet. And on top of that, we're going to be trying to work on uh, getting, new, uh, getting guests. Right? Yes, 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 we're going to work on that. Uh, if you are looking to be a guest, if you reach out to us, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, uh, awesome. yeah send us a message, uh, Easy Magic Series. You can find our page on Facebook. Um, yeah, drop us a link. We are going to figure this out. We're thinking like a Discord call, but details are still in the works. Yeah, we don't like to think too far ahead. No, 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 no. We're not brainstorming this Just, Yeah, we're not brainstorming this. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, and uh, see you guys in two weeks. Yeah, have a good one, guys. guys.